friend of mine told me that he knew where Brennan Rogers lived. So I'll tell you something, if I had that house, I would be going nowhere. I'm going to take Peter Crouch. Yeah, I think for his height, you know, you can get the coconuts. It's just it's putting more bodies on the pitch. And when you look at the bench, you think, oh, what's the biggest body I want on here? Just look towards Morgan. <laughs> Hello and welcome along to episode 21 of the Rematch Podcast. I'm Dan and as ever I'm joined by Sam, Cam, Adam and Ollie. In today's episode I'll be finding out who won the FA Cup because I couldn't watch it. Then we'll find out what three things we'd take with us if we were stranded on a desert island before having a little quiz later on. So make sure you stay tuned for all of that coming up on today's show. So, FA Cup final yesterday. Genuinely, I don't know who won. I finished work and rushed out last night like to go to, I went to a couple of parties and I seen the TV on the way out because my girlfriend's dad was watching it and I seen that it was one all in the 90th minute and I was thinking, oh, I bet that's quite a good game. Um, I did see Telemann's goal because I think Ollie said it in the chat earlier on before uh, when I was at work. So that was an absolute worldie. But yeah, I haven't been on social media since because I've woke up at about like one o'clock today and then I stopped being on. Um, so I thought it'd be nice to find out a few lads what actually happened. Two parties, Dan. Two. Yeah. That, that's what you've took from that. Two parties. Yeah, two parties. I, I, you know how popular I am. Do you know, <laughs> oh, do you, do you know who I am? <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> no, it was, yeah, it was... I had to sort of share the night out. It was my girlfriend's mate's 21st, and then it was one of my mate's birthdays as well. So we went to the 21st first, and then we went to my mate's later on. And, yeah, I took it too far, as, as you do. Well, that means what that you, you had t- more parties than goals. <laughs> but there was two goals. Well, hang on, what? Beckham oh. was ruled out. It was ruled out? Right, right okay. I, I, right, take, take, take me through the... From, from start to finish, right? Oh, wait, hit me up. What happened? Nil-nil, one-nil, one-one, one-nil. Brilliant. So... So who 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 won? Who won one nil? Chelsea did. So Chelsea won one nil. Who had the yeah. goal ruled out? <laughs> Tielemans. Where's Morgan? Because yeah, that's all I've seen in the chat. I heard all, all I heard in the all I seen in the chat like in the, before before I muted it and thought I, I, I don't want to know. So all I seen was you was putting Wes Morgan, Wes Morgan over and over <laughs> in the chat. So I'm assuming he oh. scored. Well, yeah. Right. Nearly. Game aside, what do you talk to your mates about if you're not talking about football? Well, this is the thing. It was it was quite a, a girly party. And by the time I got to the other party, everyone was just like completely out of it. So no one wanted to talk about football like we normally would. So it was a bit like, whatever. But before, to be fair, what, before the game... Cup just didn't was, come at once? Was it, no, was this FA Cup hyped up at all? Because genu- I forgot that... Like, I was texting Adam the day before. Was, was it the day before Adam? Or the, on the morning? Morning. So, yeah, the morning. And I said... And I said, oh, what should we talk about on the podcast? And you said, oh, the FA Cup final. I was like, will it have been on by then? I genuinely forgot it was on. Is, is that my bad? Or is that just, do you think it's lost its, its touch a little bit, the FA Cup? I think it's, it's not, definitely it's a bit same. of both. Um, I think it's daft that the FA Cup final happened during the season. It should mm. always be after the last round of fixtures so you yeah. can build up to it properly. I don't think it has been this year. But yeah, it's definitely a bit of you, Dan, to not know that the FA Cup yeah. final was happening. Of course it was a bit of me, yeah, to be fair. Um, so, was it a des- deserved result for Chelsea then? <laughs> yeah, it was actually, yeah. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing then? 
Chelsea got everything they deserved in that final. Yeah, absolutely yeah. did, yeah. yeah. Right, okay. So, so who scored the goal? Telemans? Hang on! No, how could it be 1-0? <laughs> it was Telemans scored. No, nah, he's a chatting absolute rubbish now. I know he's that because Telemans scored and then you're saying there was a goal. Yeah, that was the goal rolled out. No, it wasn't ruled out. It was absolutely I'm not having that. I, right. Perez. Right, I want the truth now. What what happened? Cam, you'll tell the truth. Go on. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't watch it. No, I'm joking. Um, do, do we just tell him? Do we, do we come clean? Just t- yes, please. <laughs> uh, Wes Morgan did score. Right. He, he just scored in the wrong net and then he got disallowed. Oh. So, so, the goal, so the goal I, well, didn't see, but I seen the score. That, that got ruled out after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. It must have been the AR the bit that you were watching. Right. So, did Leicester deserve to win the FA Cup <laughs> on the whole of the game? Yeah. Um, were the better I don't think Chelsea really. Uh, Chelsea didn't really do much. Hmm. I mean, I can't really remember other than the the two saves that Schmeichel had to make, which you definitely need to watch them because honestly, they are two of the best saves right. that I've ever seen. Honestly, just as good as as good as the Tillemans goal. Um, other than that, I can't really remember Chelsea doing anything. They made changes to try and change the game. Chilwell added a bit, but just wasn't enough. And Leicester probably deserved it on the whole. So Chelsea were in... So it sounds more like, rather than Leicester being excellent, it was more of Chelsea being a little bit disappointing. Was it, is that a fair comment, do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think they were... They, I don't know if flat's the right word, but they did seem a little bit... Maybe not tired... But I don't think that, I mean, they might I think, be tired to be fair. They have played a lot of yeah. football recently, a lot of you, games as well. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably, I think you could tell that there's a bigger game for them coming up, and possibly even a bigger game in next week as well because they play Leicester, don't they? I think next week. So, uh, that, that is probably the bigger game for them rather than winning their was it what would it be in their ninth FA Cup or some, something ridiculous like that? So, yeah, I think, I think you could tell that. Probably Leicester wanted it a little bit more, and 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 yeah, Chelsea were maybe a little bit, a little bit tired. If Chelsea come away from this season without winning any trophies, is it seen as a bit of a a failure in a sense? In that they've got quite far in these competitions. I mean, obviously, two two goals come over, and he, he's 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 been pretty brilliant on the whole, I think. But I mean, this is what the Chelsea are all about. They're about winning. Cup finals. This, this, or, or, that's what Tuchel as a manager actually does. He, he controls games in the same way we've compared him to Mourinho in the past, haven't we? Where he's a he's a one game manager, takes it a game at a time rather than a project manager. He, he, he can completely dictate a game to to his style. So if they come away from the season trophyless, is that a disappointment for Chelsea? Is that a failure? Well, if they don't get top four, then yeah, definitely. But I think if they get a top four, I think he's probably. Not Sal. I think Lampard might. Lampard might have still got top four, but he certainly wouldn't have got to the FA Cup final and and Champions League final. So, I think it's there's definitely been improvement under 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 two uh, under Tuchel. I think if you look at it from when Lampard was dismissed and Tuchel came in, to get Chelsea into the position that they are in now, an FA Cup final, a Champions League final, and odds on for a top four finish, I think that has to be considered a success from the position that Chelsea were in. Um, but then to answer your question of not winning a trophy is that then a failure well if you then start again from now and they are in the cup finals they are looking likely to finish in the top four Chelsea I think 
have to finish top four now and now have to win the Champions League final for it to be considered a success. Because I think they were favourites going into the FA Cup final and they didn't win it. I think the favourites going into the top four, so they have to do it. And I think just because Tuchel's got the better of Guardiola twice already, I think he has to do it again in the final. I don't think it'll be a failure if they lose both. I think as long as they get top four, especially where they were when when Lampard was sacked, it seemed like they were a bit bit of a lost cause with all these new signings and no real idea in place. So I think with Tuchel now in place and there's some sort of project and system that's obviously going on and working, I think it's just, although it's disappointing that they won't come out of the season with any silverware, essentially, it, it creates excitement for next season and some excitement that they can go again and hopefully hopefully get to the, the same finals. Uh, Chelsea, do you think looking forward a little bit, do, do you think that they can challenge against the likes of Man City next season? I think they can. I think you look at the signings they brought in last summer and I, for one, was expecting them to be in some sort of title race with Lampard having a full season under his belt. At the time he was dismissed, I said, that's probably the wrong move. I can't see Chelsea getting anyone in that's better, but I've been proven wrong. I think Tuchel's a fantastic appointment. I think he's done really well ever since he's um, come into the job. He's got them playing attractive football, um, dominating possession, bringing the wide players into the game. And if he can get Timo Werner firing at top next season, I think Chelsea can be a real threat. I was the, the tiny bit that I've seen of, of the match uh, before kickoff was that he, he didn't wear a suit, Tuchel. You've got to wear a suit on a cup final day, haven't you? You know, a white one. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe they deserve to lose just for that alone. Um, moving on to Leicester, though, and obviously they need to be celebrated. Is that. That Telemann strike, is that one of the best goals you've ever seen in an FA Cup final? Drogba always seemed to score a few bangers, didn't he? Gerard oh. against West Ham. Gerard against yeah. West Ham. Alexis Sanchez against league. Villa. Very good. Ooh. That was quite a good goal, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's got to be up there, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be up there, hasn't it, as one of the best. To have like the audacity to just think, I'm just going to hit this from here. Thing is, it wasn't just the strike; it was the sound of it hitting the back of the net, and obviously with the fan noise as well. Yeah, it was it was so much better, especially compared to this fake sound noise. I didn't realise how different it was until we we, we yeah. saw that goal yesterday. It's it's good to have it back, but yeah, like you say, it was it was a screamer. Yeah, I think that we need to be absolutely heaping praise on Leicester. I mean, Leicester went into that game ahead of Chelsea in the table, so Leicester were favourites in my eyes. I know yeah. Chelsea's foreman with two might be. People might argue otherwise. Us and a lot of other people are talking about Chelsea losing the final, but but Leicester won the final. We should be talking. About Leicester yeah. finishing at, at the minute are going to finish above Chelsea. Tuesday's game or Wednesday's game is obviously very very big and has a big say in that. But every single player in that Leicester City team, I mean Wesley Fofana is twenty years of age and ran the show at the at, at the back. Castagna had a brilliant game. So players that that on on paper shouldn't be as good as their opposite numbers in that Chelsea team or in any other, or any other starting eleven in a top six top eight of the Premier League and they compete and they and they better those sides and, and Brendan Rodgers is is a, such a fantastic manager he fits so well at Leicester and I just think we should be talking about how good Leicester were rather than how bad Chelsea were yeah so what went wrong for Chelsea yesterday that I'm joining um, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I personally think that they've had a little bit of a weird season Leicester I, I, it's, it's been strange because they've kind of went under the radar a lot for me 
other than I think it was early on in the season when they beat Man City, was it five two or five something like oh, yeah, that? Etihad. Yeah, the Etihad. That's the only sort of game what really stands out as oh, Leicester have done really well. I, I think they've just quietly sort of got about their business without sort of pulling any trees up, and and they've been up there for the full season. The, and is, is anyone else su- surprised that that they're in the Champions League spots? They haven't been ex like not necessarily haven't been excellent because obviously they've had a very good season to be up there. You don't just do that off nothing, but they haven't done anything exceptional this season. And Vardy hasn't been, I don't think, as good as what he has been in the past. I think obviously he's he's aging a lot now, isn't he? But he's not been at the sort of form. It's it's kind of just been a collective sort of effort. And I'm sh- I'm assuming that the defense defensively they must be pretty sound. Like like Adams mentioned there with Fafana. So yeah, is anyone else a little bit surprised that they're up there? I'm not surprised. I think they've gone under the radar. Mm. I think that Leicester in a Champions League spot should be talked about more. You're absolutely right, both of you, in what you say. Um, and the likes of Luke Thomas, who hasn't been mentioned, and how old is he? And he was outstanding yesterday in the FA Cup final. But Leicester, um, they're just one of those sides that you expect to be up there now. And that's credit to Brendan Rodgers, that's credit to the recruitment, and that's credit to the style of football that he's got them playing. Um, the recruitment's been brilliant. The likes of Dan mentioned Vardy hasn't had hasn't probably hit the heights as he had previous seasons. But Kletchi and Acho, he's found a, a strike partner that suits him well, and he's been banging the goals in. So for Leicester, I think the game against Chelsea that we've talked about quite a bit is crucial in their season and might define whether they get top four or not. Um, but I think that Leicester's season, because of the success of yesterday, has to be. We've had a fantastic season, regardless of whether they get top four or not. Um, I think they will, personally. Um, but I just think that they've had a successful season, regardless of the finish. Full credit to Brendan Rodgers. I mean, Adam's touched it a little bit there, but where do you think he actually ranks among the top managers in the league? Is he actually at like Guardiola's level in terms of achieving what he's done with that Leicester side, which obviously is absolutely miles behind the Man City side? I sort of compare it to Moyes a little bit in the fact that he's done a lot with a group of players which really aren't up there with the best in the league. Leicester have a good squad. I'm not, I'm not denying that. But I still think Rodgers is definitely overachieving with that squad. Put it this way. I think Leicester are in the position that they're in. They're in a top four position because if you rank the managers 1-20, to 20, they've got a top four manager in the division. I think it depends whether you're going on this this season or whether you're going on the last decade or so, because I think if you swap if you swapped Pep and, and Brendan and Rodgers at Leicester and Man City, I don't think either of them would do what they've done at their own clubs. I don't mm. think Pep Guardiola would get Leicester into the top four. I think he'd get probably into top six. And I don't. I certainly don't think that. Well, I mean, the players would obviously be have been standalone better this season, Man City. But I don't think Brendan Rodgers would be so far clear at the top. Feeling charge of that Man City team, I just think it's a really good fit. Mm. It was quite a good fit at Liverpool. It wasn't. It wasn't the perfect fit. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's a really, really good fit at Leicester. And sometimes managers excel themselves at certain clubs, and that's. And that's not to say that they're not a good manager. But I mm. think he's based on this season, based on the past two or three seasons. I think. I think you've got to rank him in the top four because Leicester have been there thereabouts. And if you compare their budget size and everything else to the size of the clubs around them, they got absolutely no right to be there. But. Based on, but, but if you're getting there two seasons in a row, fifth, fourth place, two seasons in a row, then you're there on merit, and it's not for any other reason. If we're being honest, there are bigger, and you've said there that Rogers is obviously a really good fit for Leicester. 
but there are bigger clubs in the Premier League than Leicester. If if a job came became available at the likes of Man City, Liverpool, uh, Chelsea, some somewhere like that, do you think that they could they could maybe look at Rodgers as a potential option, or do you think that he should just stick there and do whatever he can with Leicester? Because I can't see Leicester as a club going any higher. I can't I can't see them going on and winning the league ever again because. I just don't think that they've got the spending power that the other clubs have. They'll never be able to attract the best players in the world. They're good at developing players, yeah. But could Rodgers move into one of the, the, the better sides in the Premier League? Could, could you see that happening? Tottenham has obviously been, obviously been one of the clubs that um, Rodgers has been linked to, but it's just about whether Rodgers would want to make that sort of step from Leicester to Tottenham. Obviously, Tottenham is still a big club and they can offer hmm. uh, quite a bit of money to Rodgers. And although we've seen that straight partnership of Ianacho and Vardy this season, Rodgers' system is usually um, suited off to playing a lone striker and Kane might be the perfect um, man for a Rodgers-type system at Tottenham. I'm not sure if he's at the, the level of Man City or Chelsea. Obviously, we, we know he's had a history of Chelsea before. Um, so, so that may, may be something that they look to, um, but I think for the time being, Tottenham might be the might be the right option for for Rodgers if he did want to move on to from Leicester. There's no reason for him really to move, is there? Unless it's to a, another Champions League team, you know. What I know, it's at the end of the day, it's not a step back in club going to the Spurs or Arsenal, but with, when he has such a good relationship with not just the owner but the players, the fans. I, uh, the whole and the whole city. I imagine, uh, you know, Leicester just love him, just love Brendan Rodgers for what he's done, even though he's not been there, you know, too long. There's no reason for him to leave. Like I said, the, Chelsea would make sense because, like I mentioned, his past, and obviously, let's say they get into the Champions League as well. Then obviously they're still playing Champions League football. It, you, you can't get much higher than that um, at the minute. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, obviously, City and Liverpool. League, you probably couldn't, well, maybe he wouldn't want to go back to Liverpool. He couldn't turn City down. But even if he wanted to go back to Liverpool, I don't know if Klopp's going anywhere anytime soon. And I don't think Guardiola's, or at least City are going to let Guardiola go very easy. So, yeah, I wouldn't, I, if, if I was him, there's no, there's no point in leaving. What I would say is that um, a, a friend of mine told me the way he knew where Brendan Rodgers lived not that long ago and I went to go and have a look at his house. And I'll tell you something, if I had that house, I would be going nowhere. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing house. <laughs> so he's not going anywhere, Brendan Rodgers. Was it a bit of a baffling decision to bring on Wes Morgan in the final yesterday? <laughs> because obviously I haven't, like I, said, I haven't seen the game, but in the context of things, when I heard that Wes Morgan was coming on, I'll be honest with you, I thought he'd retired. For a start, I wasn't. I didn't think he was still playing. And to bring him on in a final, obviously, it nearly backfired big style. Clearly, um, to be fair, he did know he scored a brilliant goal. You know, did he so, actually? Well, he did, but he got ruled out. But it was no goal. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, was that a bit of a questionable decision? It's just it's putting more bodies on the pitch, and when you look at the bench, you think, "Oh, what's the biggest body I want on here?" Just look towards Morgan. <laughs> In fairness, they did obviously they lost Johnny Evans in the first half, didn't they? So they were started with three at the back and then went to I think to four at the back when Johnny Evans went off injured. So I guess he just returned to that that shape with three centre halves. Um, so 
I, I agree with what they're saying. Yeah, get another defender on the pitch, but they did start with three centre halves anyway, so it was probably just going back to a the shape that they originally wanted to play with. I think it was more sentimental. I think it's the fact that I think Wes Morgan hardly played this season. I think he is going to retire at the end of the season, isn't he? And I think it's just a brave call to do something like that. You can't really, you've got to use your head, not not your heart in making decisions like that. I mean, it's like when Watford played their number two goalkeeper, Gomez in goal, they were going to retire and they didn't anyway, rather than their number one, Ben Foster, when they got to the final. They lost 6-1. Realistically, would, would Ben Foster stop that? Probably not, but... You, I don't think four managers can do that. I think actually Leicester got a bit lucky to get away with that sort of decision, particularly with the very odd decision at the end, which was Wes Morgan's fault. <laughs> I just think you've got to be really careful when, you, when, you, when you're thinking sentiment. It's like the only thing I can relate it to when Notts got to the playoffs. We're playing Coventry. It was a more swing game. 20 minutes to go. Need to score some goals. We brought on Alan Smith. Gives the last game in English football. You think, no, that's not what you need to do. You can't, you can't think with your heart in those sort of situations. Well, I think uh, Cardiff brought Salbamber on as well, didn't they? In their yeah. last game against Rotherham. And at that point, it was 1 0 to Rotherham. We're thinking, <laughs> oh, why have you brought Salbamber on? We're going to go. Well, then obviously, yeah. they did get one. Fortunately, Derby got one as well. <laughs> <laughs> the listener question. So at this point in the show, lads, we get a question in from one of our listeners and this question's came in from someone called Alex. She says, you're stranded on a desert island and can only take three things with you. What would you take? And just for a bit of uh, context, you're staying on the desert island no matter what, so you can't take something that will help you escape it. And also the island doesn't have Wi-Fi or internet connection. How long are we on the island for? Eternity. Stranded. Till you die. In that case, I'm taking a sharp blade and a piece of rope. Oh, you've done to yourself. <laughs> wow! That, that honestly... <laughs> uh, what's your third object? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, Cam? Uh, oh, just to clarify, that is not my answer. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said it was only for a year, that's all. That's all I asked. Is that what I said? Well, it, it's for a year then. Go on. It's for a year. And then someone comes and rescues you. Yeah. Do, you do you get any uh, survival equipment? Or is it, is it, why do these questions always get overthink? <laughs> just bloody name some items. Overthink? What? <laughs> I just want to know if I have a good survival kit. What do you say, Cam? Uh, well, I just need to like, if like, am I going to get like a knife or do I have to ask for a knife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we yeah, get bread right. in, Dan? No, you, you're there and you're on the desert island, and literally you've got what you've got on right now. If you, you've got, yeah, you've got clothes on, um, yep. and that's it. That's all you've got. And on a desert island, don't forget there will be like probably water or something like that. You know what I mean? Well, you've got an island, Dan. There might be quite quite a bit of water. <laughs> there, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you're all right for food and water. Don't worry about that. food. You're going to eat the yeah, water. Yeah, there's, there's trees and stuff, isn't there? Yeah, it'll be fine. Gluten free. Gluten free, yeah. <laughs> gluten tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the title, isn't it? No. <laughs> very good, very good. Right, Sam, we'll start with you then. What are you taking? Well, if I get all my supplies with me, I'll, I'll scribble out a pan. I won't need to take a pan. Um, but I've done. Hang on, hang on. What are you going to be frying? You want to boil water, don't you? 
happens is you put it in a pan. Thank you. So actually not as stupid as you think. Yeah, because you've got to boil it, otherwise it'll be contaminated. Whereas if you boil it to 100 degrees, it makes it means that it's drinkable, isn't it? So I've gone for a pan, a guitar just to practice, and a football. It's not bad. Would you would you turn the football into like the thing? What's the movie called again? Castaway. Yeah, that's the one. Castaway. I can't say I've seen it. It's, he draws like a, a smiley face on it, and it, it becomes his friend, doesn't it? So. Calls it Wilson, but <laughs> oh, no, I haven't seen it. Dan. <laughs> Wilson. So yeah. Um, yeah, potentially. If if I I'm allowed to escape as well, it's got air in it, so I could potentially use it as some sort of raft. But. <laughs> It's a big footballer. Well, on a Jamilani. <laughs> oh, there's Sam in the, in the, in the Pacific on a Jamilani. Unbelievable. I've also got a guitar so I can smash it for wood if I need to as well. Mm. <laughs> You've thought about that very well. Cam? Um, I've gone for good vibes, personally. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> um, so I'll start off with my people. So first I'm going to take, um, I'm going to take Peter Crouch. I think he's a must. He's a must-have. Um, sim- yeah, I think for his height, you know, you can get the coconuts. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then, and then, speaking of eating, I've gone for the beefcake himself, Freddie Flintoff. Um, lots of muscle, you know. If we run into some wild animals, he can fight them. Uh, and, and then finally, um, it's completely good vibes set. I've gone for a, some fishing tackle, so he can just sit on a rock, do some fishing, chill. Mm. Have fun, fish you know. Yeah, fish and chill. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's my three things. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Uh, so I'll take a hammock because I'm not sleeping on the floor. <laughs> All manner of things will end up on you and in you if you do that. So I'm going to make sure I'm elevated. Um, also, I can't do that neat thing people do with twigs to make a fire. So I'd bring a cigarette lighter. Puts the corners out, doesn't it? Um, plus, I start smoking if you know we're out of things to do. Um, but also, I'd also take a year's supply of antihistamines because I'd definitely get hay fever on a hot iron like that. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Ollie? Um, so, I've got boring with the first one. I've just literally gone a knife because the knife is always going to be of some use. And then I've gone with a. Do you know what one of them wind up torches? Right. Yeah, the ones with the little handle. That yeah, I've gone with one of them because I think it it cure my um, boredom for quite a while, and obviously it's mm. it's good when it's it's good for the dark. And then like Sam, I've gone with a ball, but I've gone with the inflatable ball from Teach Street. Um, I'm not sure <laughs> where that is now, but I, I miss it quite a bit. And I think if, <laughs> if I was on an island, I think. I, that, it, yeah. I, think. I don't know. I don't think we took it to the other house. We had no wonder you're cleaning. They were so high. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure we didn't break anything with that ball, but I'd, I'd want to take it on the island with me. I'll just kick it about the island and I'll be entertained. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest, I forgot to actually answer the question myself because I'm a, a bit of an idiot. But um, I, I've just thought of three off the top of my head there. 
Um, I'm actually going to have to take the pan now because Sam's made a very valid point. I'll take mm. a pan. I'll take a photo album. I'll have some pictures of you in there, just so I don't, you probably don't forget the, the faces. Would you forget people's faces if if you didn't see them for a year? You probably would, wouldn't you? I think you would. I've seen bit. you not for a year. <laughs> yeah, but we meet on Zoom every week. You see each other on social media and stuff. So I wouldn't. I do wonder if you forget. Anyway, I'll take a photo. Yeah. And I'll take probably a record player with a lot of records. And I don't I even play that then, that's Dan. Four then. You can't class the load of records as just yeah, one it's, it's, and a record player. Oh, that's dodgy. You're allowed one record. One record? You've got a record player. <laughs> that's four then, isn't it? Well, what else? What else? Please, I need some sort of music. So how would I? What would I? What, what would I take? So? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Sam. That's the sensible thing, isn't it? Because then you get Sam's items. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I pro- no, do you know, I, if, if I think about it, why don't I take someone like with me, so like a singer, so then I'd be laughing, mm. wouldn't I? I wouldn't take your girlfriend. You want to get away from her for a year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take Leona awesome. Lewis instead. <laughs> <laughs> your your head went to Leona Lewis there. So. <laughs> What's the wonderful uh, insight into your brain that is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I looked at you and immediately thought of X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. Then, I'll take Leona Lewis. Right then, so on to the quiz. And I've been a bit innovative um, and I've created a quiz that I've called Context. I couldn't think of a better name. I was thinking for a while and I was like, what can I call it? What can I call it? So I'm just going with Context. So basically, I've got 10 questions of 10 iconic footballing moments that we all know about. However, I'm going to be asking you about all the sort of surrounding aspects of the moments, hence the name Context. I want you all to text me with your answers. You have 30 seconds to send me them, otherwise you will not get the point. I'm going to be strict on that. Um, I haven't decided what the winner gets yet, but I'll think of something like, I don't know, off the top, maybe like a nude or something, or a preview of my own. Leon Lewis album. Yeah, Leon Lewis album. What did you say yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a nude. Yeah, I'll send you a nude. My, oh, like, to be fair, we have seen your art, haven't we? Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll recreate it. I'm a few stone heavier than first year, though, when I sent that down. But, uh... The last three texts I've sent you are very in context. Revenge of the Sith, Jeremy South, and Xmas special. <laughs> That's brilliant. Fantastic. Um, you don't know the last one Dan sent to me. Oh, oh, oh no, I really don't. Oh, no, 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 I'll not say, I'll not yeah. say, but the first one's really, really bad. God, yeah, it is actually, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> we'll move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go. Dennis Burkamp's famous goal versus Newcastle in 2002, where he flicked it around the defender and slotted it home. But, who passed him the ball? Ooh. I thought you were going to say, who's the defender? <laughs> I couldn't even have had a guess for that one. <laughs> Name. 15 seconds remaining. Second, isn't it? It is. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Right, Dan, it's, it's all corrected. Oh, I think four, I think. Four, my, my, phone's, three, my phone's froze. Two, my phone's, one. <laughs> my phone's actually froze. I'm not even joking. It's just Go. stuck. 
<laughs> I, actually, I don't know what's happened. Wait, oh my god. Can I have that? I, I had that typed out. I'll believe you on that one, Cal. I was trying to check out how to spell it. <laughs> right. Oh, Interesting. Cam has gone with Patrick Vieira. Mm-hmm. Ollie, oh, Sam gosh. and Adam have all went with Freddie Lundberg. Sam, who did you Ooh. change your mind from? Robert Pires. You would have been absolutely spot on with Robert Pires. So after <laughs> one round, <laughs> oh, incorrect. Oh, uh, oh, I love this game already done. <laughs> all right, they're going to... Some of them might be a lot easier, to be fair, and some of them are a bit harder. This one, I think, is a little bit easier. Sergio Aguero scored possibly the most famous Premier League goal of all time in, stop, in stoppage time against QPR to win the Premier League back in 2012. But which keeper did he score against? Oh, I need to the wrong answer. <laughs> I know what you're typing out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Balotelli played in goal, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned it on Soccer AM yesterday. Oh, of course they didn't did watch that either. No one does anymore, Dan. It's fine. I mean, if I get it wrong, mm. then I look like an absolute tit, don't I? But... <laughs> Five seconds. I think you might have all sent it already. But... Three, <laughs> two, one. Time up. Let's have a look. Oh, Ollie sent it right at the last second there. <sighs> and I haven't actually got a text from Sam. I mean, I've sent one there. Oh. <laughs> okay. Right. I don't know why I haven't got that then. Um... So, you have all went correct with Paddy Kenny. Very good. Are you... (laughs) I know, my grammar's terrible, you know that. But um, I actually did think it was Rob Green, I'll be honest with you. I I, I wasn't aware it was Paddy Kenny. Good job you're not playing then, eh? Just for context. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Back in 2007, in the Copa del Rey semi-final... <laughs> nah, you'll know the goal. Lionel Messi scored an absolutely incredible solo goal, replicating the Diego Maradona versus England one, as he took on the whole Getafe team from its own half, took on the keeper, and slotted it home. But who passed Messi the ball in his own half? Do you all remember the goal? Yeah. yeah. Only because I think I saw it in the week on Twitter. And mm. it was in reply. You know when Gabriel Agbonlahor was on about assists? <laughs> Someone replied saying about this this person, yeah. how he shouldn't, how he got the assist, and that's how, how and how brilliant it is that he didn't do anything and got the assist. That's the only reason why I think I remember. Good stuff. Right, so. <laughs> Sam's, just, <laughs> Sam's just came through and says, Paddy Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> right so three of you are spot on um it was indeed shabby and sam went with not paddy kenny he went with sergio busquets um yes it was shabby so well done to all three of you well say what sorry say his name once more would you please paddy kenny don't <laughs> 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 matter you what? Shabby about three different ways so far. It doesn't matter. Shabby? I will. <laughs> right. In, two, in the 2006 FIFA World Cup, Wayne Rooney was sent off against Portugal. And there was much controversy as it seemed harsh and the Portugal players swarmed with the referee, pleading the ref to give the card. But which player did Rooney tackle? 
eight, seven. And that's your time up. So you are all incorrect. Cameron went with Ronaldo. Ollie went with Ronaldo. Adam went with the Ronaldo. And Sam went with Charisma, which wasn't a bad guess. It was actually Ricardo Carvalho. Carvalho. How do you, is it Carvalho or Carvalho? One of them. Carvalho. You know I'm one of those. The Chelsea one. Right. Ollie, you'll hurt me for this one. And I think this one is an easier one. The famous Gerard slip. Demabar goes through three and slots past the keeper. But who passed the ball to Gerard? <laughs> <laughs> Ollie literally texts before I even press the timer. Oh, I'm not question, Dan. <laughs> oh, I don't this might be completely the wrong year. I'm waiting for the who took the corner for Patrick Bamford 96 minute equalizer <laughs> switch on the last day of the season. And that's time up. Right. <laughs> no, it wasn't Ronaldo, Adam, because your text just came through as well. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Pad Kenny? <laughs> Adam has went with Martin Skirtle. Sam has also went with Martin Skirtle. And Ollie and Cameron are correct with Mamadou Stafford. <laughs> Oh, Get in. Get I'm in. Do Sacco, what a name. Was your ball or Ollie? Sacco and Skirtle. Like Bambi. A good defender, but he just couldn't run. <laughs> I'm right. Buzzing with that. Hog Dini! Such a famous goal in the Championship playoffs as Watford beat Leicester in the semi final in 2013. But who were the two managers on the sidelines? Oh, Ooh. Double time, get your answers. Yeah, I'll give you an extra 15 seconds. Right. 45 seconds so, left this one. So no. I think I know one. Yeah, I know one. It must, no, it must be. I'm just going to say, I don't think. I don't think well, I'll give, you, I'll give you a minute. I'll give you a minute. No, I've, I've set mine anyway, Dan. <laughs> You're odd. <laughs> I can't think of it would be. Right, all your answers are in. It was indeed Gianfranco Zola and Nigel Pearson. So, all, uh, Adam and Cameron are spot on. Sam went with Jukanovic and Pearson, which wasn't a bad guess. And uh, Ollie went with Zola and Sven. So, that was incorrect, mm. but not bad guesses. So, yeah, well done to Cam and Adam for that one. In the 2010 World Cup, Luis Suarez famously saved the ball with his hands on the goal line in the quarter-final for Uruguay. A penalty was then awarded to the opposition. Which player then went on to miss the penalty and which national side did he play for? 30 seconds. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I can't that's his name. Oh, I think it must be. No, no. Oh, it, oh. Can I change it, Dan? No. Hey, if you've got, you've still got how long? Uh, ten seconds. No, I don't know. Oh, I can remember that. I can't. Don't know. I'll be disappointed if it's not right. And that's time up. 
well done to everybody because it was Asamoah Jan and Ghana. Very well done. What, what did you change your answer to, Sam? What, what did you originally? I had Ayu originally. Oh, then, yeah. Of yeah. course it's not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Also in the 2010 World Cup, Rob Green famously spilled the ball from a Clint Dempsey, Dempsey shot, resulting in the USA equalising against England. In front of Rob Green that night, however, were two centre-backs. One of them was John Terry, but who was the other? Ooh. For a little oh. bit more context, he went to block the Dempsey shot, but it sailed past him. Well, I say sailed. It was alongside who, Dan? Uh, alongside John Terry. Oh, I think you were playing that. Fifteen seconds. Yeah, I could, I could have played it off here. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I know it's I'm not massively. Oh no, not that, not that, not that. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, Three, I've got this player picture two, in my head, and it's one. could be the roguish shout ever. <laughs> Time up. Ooh, some. Very well, everyone's picked differently here. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I'm tempted not to go to Ollie. Um, no, so, no, 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 no. Ad- no, 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 I will, I will. Adam went with Matt Upson, which isn't a bad guess at all, because I believe he did for that World Cup. I think it's Germany, um, I remember that. Yeah. Um, Sam went with Anton Ferdinand. I'm not sure. Where- did he go to a World Cup, Anton Ferdinand? Oh, I told you it was a rogue <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he went to a World Cup. Um, he did, he won a competition to go. Um, camera, uh, Cameron, camera, Cameron's went with Carragher, <laughs> <laughs> and Ollie has, has went with. <laughs> text me saying Les, Leslie King. It was Le- uh, I'll, I'll give him it. It was Ledley King. Very well I, done. I think Carragher might have been playing right back then. Ollie, right. Question number nine. In the 2014 World Cup. Brazil were famously beaten 7-1 by Germany in the semi-finals on their own turf. But who scored Brazil's goal that game? Oh, I'd already typed out Shirley. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. Ooh. I think that's it, but I can't remember. Ooh. Maybe. Yeah, okay. Not Send foot in my press. <laughs> <laughs> Time is up. Okay, I get it. Oh, so three of you are correct. Oh, oh well. <laughs> Sam went with Dante, which was incorrect. But the correct answer, well done to Adam, Cam, and Ollie, who went with Oscar. Very oh, well done. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Dante was, if I remember, Dante was class in the World Cup. Up until that game. Right, question number 10. Final question, unless I fancy doing a little bonus one at the end of what I might do. Arsenal, back in 2013, beat Norwich 4-1 in the Premier League and Jack Wilshere scored one of my favourite goals of all time after an incredible team move. But which other two players were instrumental in the build-up to the goal? Who? Oh. Who? So the one who got the assist and who got the pre-assist, I'll call it. I think that's that's a thing, isn't it? I'll give you forty-five seconds. Oh, who's the other one? Who's the other one? I can't remember his first name, Dan. Well, surnames do. Brilliant, thanks. Yeah. Oh, I thought of it. You're all right. Oh, I'm just going. I'm going to say it. I'm just saying the first two that came to mind. Twenty seconds. 
Is this for money, Dan, or is it just fun? That's added, yeah. For a dude. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> a prize better than money. Woo! Okay. So, all the answers are in. Adam went with Olivier Giroud and Matthew Flamini, which is incorrect, but not a bad guess at all. Cameron, again, not a bad guess, went with Giroud and Ramsey, but that is sadly incorrect too. Sam went with Podolski and Giroud, again, not a bad guess, but incorrect. And Ollie went correctly with Giroud and Santi Cazorla. Oh, was indeed. Right, so at the oh. end of that, we have one, two, three, four, five. Let's get this two seconds, I'll just turn it off. Right, so we do indeed have a winner. I'll go from last place to first. So Yeah, all right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam, you finished with two points. Adam, you finished with five points. Cam, you finished with six points. And getting the grand prize of... A grand? <laughs> it's worth a grand prize. It, honestly, it, it's, wor- it's worth a grand, I promise. I'll, I'll make sure. So that's all we've got time for on today's episode of the Rematch Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. So what have we learned today? Sam would use a Jabulani as a float. Ollie thinks Wes Morgan is a big option to have from the bench and I need to practice pausing for Ollie's mood. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Rematch Podcast and subscribe to us on Spotify or do whatever you can do on Spotify. I don't know the ins and outs of it. And on iTunes as well. And we'll see you for another one of these next week. 